For all of you who listen to Submersion and own an Android device, go to the Google Play Store and download the Podcast Republic app. It's a fantastic app that allows you to get all of your favorite podcasts directly on your Android device. I personally use the app and I love it. I can search for the podcast I want to listen to, select it as a favorite, and have it just a click away. Make sure you select Submersion as a favorite so you don't miss any of our new episodes every Thursday. Again, the app is the Podcast Republic app, available on Android devices. Episode 124. Woo! Woo! Rom had to come in there, yeah, was... take over, because we're without our captain. But, well, what uh, what are you talking up? about? I'm here. <laughs> oh, oh, Kyle, Kyle. jumping into it. <laughs> I gotta go! <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Sounds like he's got that cove. Kyle's gone. It's good. <laughs> now I'm here. Left. That's your Sarge cove okay. call. Oh, hey, Zach. Yeah, I was the one that had jumped had to jump in there. I had to name the uh, the number of the episode. I was waiting. I was I forgot that that was probably my role. But right. uh, you yeah. you came in with the woo. That's that's your that's your classic spot. Right. That's why I didn't come in with a number. I was like, I gotta hold down this woo. I was prepared. I was poised, and I uh, I waited for you to come in. And I, honestly, I feel like things are going a lot smoother without Kyle. Am I right, guys? Um, yet to be determined. I'd say, but uh, yeah. Yeah. We don't need him. Oh, good. I feel like we have more fun when he's not here. That's true. I feel like it's kind of like, like when the parents are out of the house, you know? Yeah, yeah. He's kind of like got... jumping on the bed and making ice cream sundaes. Am I Put, right, guys? Putting Snickers in the toilets and closing the lid. Nice. I love that. <laughs> but yeah, anything anything going on with you guys as we head towards uh, T-Gives? That's how the kids call it, T-Gives. Yeah, just trying to stay healthy. I think we got most of our our COVID nineteen chat out of the way before the pod, so um, we'll keep it positive here. Not right. COVID positive, but right positive Recently, vibes. Yeah. Anyone that's listening to this, don't be an idiot. Be smart. Wear your mask. Just, just, just do, do it. it. Yeah, holy. I'm a big mask guy. Huge. Into just it. Pretend you're a superhero and do it. Very pro mask no. here as well. I'm not particularly worried about getting the virus, but I have no problems with following rules, um, and I have no problems, you know, not being an asshole. So wear that mask. I love rules. I love rules. Um, I don't know. It's actually a theme of I don't. Do you guys know how to website? It's called BatMovieTwins.com. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa! I need to hear more What's about that, this. Jamie? It's badmovietwins.com, so I didn't say it clearly enough the first time. But uh, we have a saying at Bad Movie Twins headquarters, BMTHQ, rules equals cools, both spelled with Z. Oh. Yeah. Like what kind of rules are you following? I like to drool for those rules. Everything about Bad Movie Twins is structured in a way that everything has to be rules. So we have an eight, uh, eight genre cycle that goes throughout the year. So it's like comedy, action, mm-hmm. you know, horror, rom-com, sci-fi. And then we have other, you know, things that have special rules as well. Bring a friend where we bring along a friend that wouldn't normally qualify. We have very strict qualification rules for BMT. We have a chain that goes on. There's rules for the chain. You can't repeat actors, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, we have rules for when there's too many weeks in a year. This year is actually uh, – it's called the Stallonean calendar that we've set up for the uh, for the year – and every once in a while, the Stallone calendar will have an extra week. And that week, we watch a uh, Sly Stallone film. Oh. So just, it says rules on rules. Everything is rules. And we pile up the rules. And rules are cools. So everyone follow those rules because they're cools. 
I like I like those rules. Those sound like fun rules, though. Very. There's a very lot fun of fun rules. rules. Wearing a mask is a fun rule. It's fun. I mean, yeah, you can, you can accessorize. I had a I have a, a, I had a Patriots mask. I loved wearing it. Yeah, I've got my submersion masks. I wear them everywhere. All right. Rocked them in my best it's friend's fun. wedding. Got some extra impressions Wait, on social media. You rocked media. it while watching your bed, my best, my best friend's wedding. That's no, weird. Whoa, no, that's I it. haven't seen that in many years. No, I was yeah. in my best friend's wedding and uh, I gotcha. wore the the submersion mask, and uh, it was a hit. And uh, podcast blew up, and we've wow. all, we've all retired, and we're just recording twenty four seven, right? If only. If only, guys. No, in fact, we're ac- right. we're actually uh, we've actually been slacking. So we're, we're going to try to get the the um, the train back on the tracks here. Um, unfortunately, Kyle, we're not, talking, we're not talking season two train movies. We're, we're talking not. We're not season yeah. one submarine movies. We're trying to get the sub back underwater. Right. Uh, we're going to get it like like it's hot. Zach is rambling about. Come on, Zach. You're trying to get that... Uh, that's something that like happening? You're trying to get the submarine alarm, I'm pretty sure. Oh. To cut me off, so I'm, I'm going to keep talking until he's got it. it. What? No? Dive, 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 dive. All right, well, let's go with that. What began as an innocent conversation among friends would soon spiral out of control and later be referred to by future generations as the eighth wonder of the modern world... Mac East Studios takes you on the journey of your lifetime as your captains, the artist formerly known as Brom, Jamie the Ointment, Kyle El Capitan, and the gruesome twosome present Submersion. <laughs> that was awful. Sorry. Well, we did our best. Without Kyle, things are the train is off the tracks. The submarine is on the dock. Um, we're in dry dock, and but we're still we're we're, we're plowing forwards. Yep, you got to plow, and we're um, like the step kids, right? Step kids down under. I just do not know what you're talking about tonight. Yeah, Zach. nothing. Nothing makes sense tonight. But but Zach, Zach, let's see if you can get this one right. Uh, what did we watch for this week? Oh well, um, Jamie, we watched the. Um, Ben, uh, nope. The Ben. The, I, I was gonna say it too. <laughs> I don't know why it was in my the, head there. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't either. The, um, we watched the Gazi attack from 2017. That's right. So this would be our first, and I think the only uh, Indian submarine film. I don't. I think I know. I know for sure they mentioned this as being the first ever. Indian submarine film. Yeah, I think that's why one of those main actors even got uh, even accepted this role, right? Was to was because of that fact. Right. And I do want to uh, up front, I think they have a kind of a warning. Did, did you guys, the, the version that you watched, it also have the warning yeah. up front about how it wasn't trying to incite violence and that kind of stuff and just being very sensitive to kind of the, the area that you're dealing with, uh, India, Pakistan, mm-hmm. um, the fact that they've had a number of conflicts over the years and and they're just like basically saying, okay, we just we just wanted to tell the story. It's fictional, uh, take some liberties and all this stuff. And this is very pro uh, India point of view yeah. of kind of what happened, and and it's still a mystery exactly what happened. So it's definitely an interpretation. So right up front, want to say that uh, 
what I don't do not believe this film is uh, offensive. They seem to say it wasn't intended to be so, but occasionally you you find yourself wondering if it's a somewhat propaganda. But you know, same thing you could say if if we were watching USS Indianapolis or Midway or something very pro America. This one's very pro India. That's what we'd say up front. I agree. From that point of view. I, th- yeah. You know, when it comes to being offended, you choose to be offended, right? Like right. it. It's a movie. The director made it. It's in, 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 in like a Bollywood Indian film. You know what you're getting into. Yeah. And then uh, usually you can tell sometimes from the IMDb, sometimes you'll go to IMDb and something will randomly have like a two out of 10, like a Justin Bieber movie or something. And you're like, oh, that's because it's offensive. But uh, <laughs> this one is is not that way. It's 7.6 out of 10 on IMDb with yeah. 11,000 votes. So it's not getting bombarded or anything like that. So that makes me a little more confident that we, in fact, did not watch something that was offensive and releasing this <laughs> episode well, won't be offensive. <laughs> Hopefully. If we're doing a little bit of theory crafting, I'm assuming a lot of Indian people probably rated this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Wait until we get to love it or hate it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll, I guess we'll find out if it's offensive once we get to love yeah. it or hate it. <laughs> Uh, but do we have anything uh, more to say about this? I mean, really, in the end, the stars of this were Rana Dagobati, Topsi Panu, KK Minan, Atul Kulkarni. I'll be, I'll, um, I'm going to say something. You know, yeah. I, I'm not going to sit here and lie. I've never, I don't know any of these actors in this movie. Right. But I, it was good to see the movie. I, so I don't watch a lot of, you know what I'm trying to say? I don't watch a lot of Bollywood style movies. I don't know about you guys. Right. No, I do not. No. Nope. Some people are like all about it, though. Right. You know? Yeah, I've seen the... There's that clip of that. I, I guess see the one... It looks like almost like a Indian 300 where they shoot that giant like uh, f- flammable cloth into that army that lands on this army of invaders and then they fire like fire arrows at it and, and it incinerates the entire army and whatnot. And it's uh, it's a pretty badass little action sequence. Look, it's got that Zack Schneider three hundred look to it. But uh, I would honestly say well, that that little clip that shows up every now and again on social media is probably the closest thing I've been to watching a Bollywood movie, unless you consider like Slumdog Millionaire. I mean, right? I was gonna say I've probably seen, the, I've the seen that to what to what I've seen. But yeah, so the uh, actors I'm not familiar too much with the actors. The director is written and directed by uh, San Kalp Reddy. Um, so yeah, not, not super familiar with who was making this. It did get a, uh, it won the best feature film in, uh, Telugu. So I guess it's a, a dialect, um, within India and it was made in that, uh, language, uh, Telugu. And yeah, they kind of kept going in and out of film. English and right. it was weird. Um, and, and at the uh, national film awards. So, uh, it seems to be fairly well regarded in India, um, at least in that regard. But yeah, it had to. It has to do with true events, or it's inspired by true events from the Indo-Pakistani War of 1971, specifically right before it started. Hmm. All right. Yep. We ready to get into it? Let's yes. dive, baby. All right. So we open, and it's just a few days before this uh, conflict um, is supposed to break. Is going to break out because. Bangladesh, which is at that point East Pakistan, is kind of starting to uh, uh, try to get independence uh, from Pakistan. And kind of the problem for Pakistan um, in that regard is that Bangladesh is completely surrounded by India. 
or sorry, East Pakistan at that point, is completely surrounded by uh, India. And so they have, they're going to have a lot of trouble kind of getting in there and getting any supplies to anyone in there. So it's like there, there's no way to fly over and drop stuff because you, you would barely get many airplanes through. They have to fly through India airspace. And so you wouldn't be able to get enough in there. And you can't go by land because you have to go through India at any given point. So it's not going to work. And then they're like, okay, the only way to get in there is through the sea. And they have basically India has a fairly formidable Navy uh, as compared to, to uh, Pakistan. And they basically like, they have this aircraft carrier uh, called the Vikrant, I think. And uh, it's basically able to blockade all of East Pakistan um, from the Pakistani Navy. And so they have to try to figure out some way to either sink this aircraft carrier or at least distract it. So that kind of like starts off the beginning of our film where they're like, okay, the main point will be try to get someone over there to sink the aircraft carrier. And if that doesn't work, attack one of the areas around one of the cities or something. And that way it'll be distracted. The aircraft carrier will have to go over there and then we'll be able to get supplies in. And so it'll kind of free stuff up. Which seems also like it's just going to start a war, right? Like, I mean, in the end, oh, yeah. if they if they sink that aircraft carrier or attack a city, I mean, basically, they may as well go to war with India right then and there because it's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so many things are, are like formally classified as an act of war and, and all of those seem like egregious acts of war, to be honest. Right. And so they're going to send over the Ghazi, the PNS Ghazi. Uh, commanded by Razak Khan uh, over there. and But while it's going over there, the Indian Navy, they decode a message being sent that more or less says, like, have, like, fuel reserves available, like oil and stuff, like, stocked up. And they're like, oh, shit. Something's going on. We don't know what it is. Probably they're going to attack a city or something like that. We don't know. But something's going on. So let's send out a submarine, and we're going to try to do some surveillance and figure out what the hell they're up to. And they're like, so who's going to command the submarine, the S-21? And it, right away, it's like just really kind of crazy because they're like, oh, well, obviously it's going to be uh, Ron Vijay Singh. And everyone's like, oh, shit, well, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like, you know what's going to happen if you send them out there, right? And basically they're like all rolling their eyes at each other and you get the, the they imply basically, oh yeah, he's just going to go rogue and like attack everyone. Like, it's not going to be surveillance if you send Captain Singh out there. That's that's that. He's going to attack people for days. Yeah. He won't even worry about it. He's going to do it. He's a military zealot. Well, it just seems weird that then they were like, it's almost like they can't get around sending, like, that captain. But it's also, he's also going to ruin everything. <laughs> so, like, they have to send someone else with them, this uh, Lieutenant Commander Arjun Varma, to go on there. And they're like, oh, you're actually, like, kind of both in charge. And Singh is like pissed. He's like, well, this political operative. It's almost like a Soviet submarine at that point. It's like yeah, the, pl the, the political politique. officer. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's up in here, like raining on my parade, like idiot. And everyone on the submarine hates him because they love the captain. They're like super into the captain. And they're like, he's never wrong. He can do no wrong. Sure. He's a crazy war zealot, but also, you know, 
we kind of like it. So, like, stay out of our face. Yeah, they even referenced at one point that he got into a tussle with, like, two of his subordinates at one point. And uh, both subordinate, like he got suspended for that, but then both of his subordinates went on, went on to win like the Indian Medal of Honor or whatnot. Like they, like became, you know, p- powerful, industrious, you know, members of the Indian military because the military, of military, yeah, because of, they're crediting the actions of Singh and what he he did, you know, to kind of get them in line. So everyone kind right. of loves, even when he's at fault or doing things that are kind of in the gray areas, they, they still um, credit him for why he did what he did, basically. Yeah, this would be almost like a, a twist on Crimson Tide in some way, where if if uh, um, the captain in that one was beloved, and basically they were like, Denzel Washington, get out of our face. And yeah. it only was, I mean, then, then Denzel Washington had to kind of uh, make it up to uh, everyone on the crew in regards to this. Because, like, yeah, it, it's basically you You watch this guy and you're like, this dude's off his rocker. Yeah. And he's like, he's got, like, a book by Patton. And he's like, Patton's the best. And, like, everyone can screw off. And I'm going to I'm gonna go to war. And then, like, he's basically making fun of him the whole time. Like, oh, you look at you. You're, like, some, like, smart, you know, classroom jockey. Like, you're always coming in here. You don't know what war is. Mm-hmm. Like, all this stuff. And, like... You don't know, like, we got to attack, and you're not going to be ready to attack. Yeah, it's, it's a co- common dynamic, actually, because it's very similar to the wow. K-19 Widowmaker one, too, with uh, True, yeah. Harrison Ford and um, uh, Liam Neeson. Harrison Ford is the Singh character, you know, even Singh's right. wanting to run all the drills and really push his men right. and, like, bring them very, you know, to their, their lowest points so that they'll be prepared. Uh, to rise to the the duty and their their moment of need, so I, I, yeah. I kind of re- thought of that um, when I was watching it. Yeah, looking through a bunch of the different thoughts and you know reviews online, getting ready for love it, hate it. Stay tuned, listeners. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, they, a lot of connections to the Hollywood films. A lot of like a yeah. lot of straight up stealing it. Sure. And so anyways, they're cruising around and, and things getting kind of like tired of it because it really is just surveillance. They're not seeing anything, really. But then they hear what ends up being that the, uh, the Ghazi has arrived in the Bay of Bengal. And they're supposed to have gotten to the aircraft carrier and sink it, but it's not there. Instead, it's just like a merchant ship. And so they're like, well, whatever. This is this does the job anyways. Like we gotta, we want to divert the attention of the Indian Navy. So let's let's destroy this merchant ship. And so they torpedo it. And so uh, Singh and the and the S twenty one, they come over and they find the merchant ship. And, and Singh's kind of like the merchant ship. Why why would he, why would they destroy a merchant ship? That's weird. But in the meanwhile. Uh, uh, um, Arjun, he plays the hero. He jumps into the the water and is able to save some Bangladeshi refugees, a, a, a small child, which actually becomes important, and a woman, um, also important to the uh, to certain aspects of the of the film. But they come on, and, and the captain's kind of pissed. He's like, "Oh, for for God's sake! Like you're going out there, like risking our our lives, everyone's lives, to save these like two random people." whatever and they get him onto the the boat and he's still thinking he's like why would they have destroyed this and he hits on it he's like wait a second 
it's a diversion. And so where would they be going? And he's like, oh, they're going over to, what was the, t- the city's name that they oh, were going God, to? Oh, God, it was an extremely long Indian name. It was a long Started one, with yeah. a V, I think. Oh, uh, Vish- Vishka, Vishka, uh, Visakha Patnam or something. Patanuram or something. Yeah, Patnam. Yeah, a port. Anyways, they're heading towards a port on on the side of on the east coast of India, and he's like, "That's where they're going." So he's telling the sonar person, "Like, ping out and see if you can't find him." And he pings, pings, not finding it. Eventually, finds. Oh yes, two hundred meters away, we have a target, and he's like, "Nailed it." There's a submarine over there. It's the enemy. We've got to attack it. And Arjun's like, uh, I also have power here and we're not attacking it. This is surveillance. We've got to let uh, the base uh, home home know and then they'll let us know what to do. Unfortunately, the, the radio has been like knocked out um, kind of incidentally. And so they're like, well, yeah, we're supposed to go back and like let them know. We're supposed to just hold and try to get contact and not do anything. Like that's the entire point. Only surveillance. And he's like, well, do you know what I have power over uh, as a captain? Drills. So guess what we're doing? We're doing a, uh, sub- a, a, a torpedo drill. And it's like, Jesus. And so that he goes through this whole drill and has them actually shoot off a torpedo in the direction he wants to in the guise of it being just a drill. And they shoot it off, but they miss the, uh, the Ghazi. And so now the Ghazi knows where they are. And they're basically, and, and Singh's like pissed at this point. They, they were really close to hitting them, only 200 meters off. And um, it was like the, the perfect opportunity to like sur- surprise and destroy the submarine. And Arjun's getting even, you know, crazier about this because he's like, they're, they're diving super deep, trying to make sure they can't be seen by this, uh, um, by this other submarine. And even going to the point where they go way below crush depth. Uh, or like the design crush depth and things start like pipes start bursting and stuff like that. And eventually uh, Singh kind of relents. Um, he's got like a gun. He's like threatening Arjun. He's like, ah, get out of here. Like, you know, I'm going to shoot you. We're, we got, we're going down or whatever. But eventually he sees the, um, uh, the little girl, the child and basically kind of realizes that he's doing something wrong in that moment. That really, like, everything's screwed up at this point. They don't have any food because they, they caused a fire during the drill, the torpedo drill, or during the diving. And so they, all their food was destroyed. They have a bunch of people hurt. And basically everything is, like, pretty dire on the drill. I mean, they, they, the batteries were all screwed up, too. So they, like, don't have anything. And they really can't survive much longer than a few days um, if they don't start heading back to port. And so he kind of he kind of relents. And in the meantime, Arjun hears his whole backstory, which is basically that his son was killed uh, at war because he didn't uh, get the opportunity, or he didn't get the, not the opportunity, but didn't get the order to attack. and was in a defensive position when the enemy attacked and ended up getting killed. Mm-hmm. And so that's why he's so like aggressive, which was like kind of a crazy, it was like a crazy story because it's like, probably shouldn't be a cat like if you're if your entire judgment is painted by your this experience maybe it's time to retire or something i don't know yeah. like it seems it seemed a bit nuts that he was still like a captain then if everyone knew for a fact he was going to 
not make good judgment calls based on his like experience with his son having been killed and like would disobey or clearly disobey orders because of that. Uh, but whatever. Anyways, he decides, you know what, we're, we're just going to head back and everyone, the, the crew and stuff like that seem to be happy. Like in the end, they like saying, they like Captain saying, they like, they think he makes good judgments. And so if he's saying it's time to go back, it means like, yeah, it definitely is time to, for them to give up. But Arjun actually, he, he's kind of like hearing something from the sonar guy and the sonar guy's like, I'm pretty sure the uh the submarines over that way because the um Ghazi has set up like a trap with mines and stuff like that and is trying to goad them to go in a certain direction. So the, the sonar guy is like, they're over there, we should go over there. And uh Arjun kind of says like, well sur- even surveillance would say we should go over there and see kind of make sure we know their position and know what's up with what they're up to. And so he kind of comes back and says like Captain Singh, like I think we should actually go that way. And so they start heading towards us. The mines have been set up in like kind of a little bit of a canyon. And so they're going through this tight canyon and there's these mines. And only at the last moment do they realize that there's mines. And so Captain's saying like turn, tries to turn as quickly as he can, but doesn't, isn't able to do it. And the submarine hits the mines. Everything goes to shit. Uh, there's kind of a confusing action scene here, but in the end of it, Captain Singh is killed, saving Arjun's life. So like, they show like a little flashback to show that there was like a, a um, like a pipe with a wheel, and the wheel spun off at a very high rate, and he pushed Arjun out of the way and got nailed in the face with this wheel, and that's how he died. And so like, and then the XO is like severely hurt, so Arjun's left in charge, and the because of the mine, the uh, submarine crashes to the bottom of the. Uh, motion which is like way below crushed up it's like 400 meters or 450 meters or something and they're down there and they they're barely able to get everything kind of back in like not working order yet but like enough to stop all the flooding and basically we become trapped we're we're back in traps part of submersion because they are trapped on the bottom of the ocean it's probably the quickest we ever seen them fix a totally screwed up boat because it takes like five seconds and like working with some wrenches boo boo bow and like five seconds later they're like actually we're we're doing okay and they're like uh you know basically blow the ballast let's see if we can go up and they do kind of and they're basically boot, all their like... yeah they're only able to go up and down that's it they, they have no more lateral no nothing they can go up and down the problem is that gazi more or less can see them but gazi's been like checking to see if uh they're there um, but thinks they're destroyed at this point. And so they're going up and down. They're able to go up and down. And Arjun, in like a moment of like nationalism, but also like for Captain Singh and stuff like that, it's like, we're going to fucking kill him. Right, guys? And everyone's <laughs> like, yeah, we're totally into it, even though we're like a, almost dead. And so since they can't go after the Ghazi, they have to... Uh, get the Ghazi to come after them. And so they get right near, they get up near the naval mine, which is like right off the side. I didn't even know this is possible. This may be totally Bollywoodized or whatever. But they like bang against the side of the submarine until the shock waves, the sound waves trigger the mine and it explodes. Seems crazy. Yeah, it seems very crazy. Happen. A little far fetched. Mm-hmm. A little far fetched, but it Don't does get the Ghazi. It. 
I don't believe it either. But in this movie, this Bollywood Bollywoodized movie, they do it. And the Ghazi's like, wait, the mine just went off. And they're like, oh, so that must have been the submarine. And they're like, okay, let's go. Let's go check it out. Make sure that they actually were destroyed. That's kind of crazy that we thought they were destroyed, but they guess they weren't and they hit the mine. That's not, well, whatever. It seems very suspicious. So they're heading straight for it. And they're like, everyone in S21 is like, this is, this is bombs. This is the best. Like they're coming straight for us. We're just going to torpedo them. And then it's going to be over. But the captain of the Gazi is like a little too smart. And he's like, don't do what's expected. Let's go around. We'll go around just in case the submarine is positioned in, in the way. And we're going to come around and that way we'll destroy them. They want to, they want to get us in this way. We're going to come around the other way. So the S21 is like screwed. They're sitting there being like, what are we going to do? Uh, what, so what, and what do they do? <laughs> it's kind of, it's kind of amusing what they do now. I think I was still asleep. Essentially, they just go up and down. Like, it's literally like, I don't even know how long it was. 20 minutes of the movie is spent them like holding on and being like, I hope we don't get this torpedo. And they just move up and down. They're like, we're at 250. And they're like, shoot the torpedo at 250. And they're like, whoops. And they go back up to 200. And they're like, we missed. Damn. Like, we'll send two of them, send one of them at like 200 and another one at 150. And like, the they, they were able to, and they're like, what's better than two? Three fucking torpedoes. And they send three torpedoes. And it's like, what are they going to do? And instead, they just sit there, and the torpedoes just barely miss them. And the Gazi gets increasingly like frustrated by this. Like, what is he a lift driver? Like, what's happening here? This is ball. This is bullshit. <laughs> um, and so he's all angry, and he's like, "Well, we got to get. We we're going to get them. And like, well, we have to turn around because we, we used all of our tor- or front torpedoes or aft torpedoes. So we have to turn around now and go after them." The S twenty one realizes that they, in order to do that, they'll have to swing around. And so they swing around in such a way uh, that they would end up kind of getting in front of where there is some torpedoes, but it's in a totally flooded compartment. So Arjun is like, my job to be a hero, I'm going to go and launch those torpedoes. He swims underwater in there. They get all the torpedoes set up. The Ghazi shoots a torpedo. He's able to launch one just at the last last moment. Two torpedoes come. Ghazi's one misses barely for whatever reason. But the S-21s nails the Ghazi and it explodes. And then they open the compartment. Arjun's able to fly out of the compartment and get revived. Water pumped out of his lungs and everyone. Then they end with a very long kind of like hero's moment, I guess, of sorts. And being like, and then the next day, the... the, uh, War started, etc., etc., etc. The end. Okay. Yeah, it was a very, 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 very long movie. That's what I would say. An hour and uh, fifty-eight minutes, I think. No, more than that. I, yeah, I, was... I, my version was over two hours. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, mine too. What am I thinking? So there we go. It was pretty great. Um, but maybe moments. not as good as what some people thought. How many how many bags like, of popcorn did you eat, though, Jamie? While I was watching this, yeah, I did not eat any popcorn. What? I was eating uh, plant plantain chips. So let me understand, Jamie. This is a zero popcorn movie. Is that what you're saying? 
Well, that's funny because uh, when we were growing up, my brother, we, we used to rate things on uh, on popcorn stains. That's what my older brother would say. Oh, yeah? This is a four, four popcorn stain because you would get so, you'd get so excited that you'd spill the popcorn on your pants. Oh, that's funny. That's a good one. Yeah. Hmm. But no, um, no, no popcorns for me. Okay. Dehydrated plantain chips. Uh, no, no plantain chips. Yeah, like, 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 like the hard, crispy, like banana chips, almost. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Cool. Crispy. Crispy. Nice. They're very delicious. I might have from to check Trader them out. Joe's. Not a sponsor. I like uh, I like the bananas. I've never had the plantains. Well, they're savory. They're more savory than sweet. Bananas are banana chips are usually a little sweeter. I think. I think I gave the. I think yes. I've given banana chips to either a ferret or a hamster once. Okay. And. <laughs> no, that's the story. That is the story. No, it was fine though. It was. It was okay. Oh, like did either of them die? No, I'm just assuming that they were okay. I can't remember. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and what do we do do we do our ratings first or love it or hit it normally ratings. ratings first but kyle's not here we can do whatever we want jamie no rules no i still, oh, still want to like kind of do the rating yeah uh, i do love i'm gonna come i can do first if people okay. don't mind yep yeah i'm gonna come in kind of middle of the road on the on the 12 point scale so i do think this was this was a i liked the look of it i like the acting I liked the storyline in general. I felt like it was too long, though. Really long. Um, and at times, especially visually, like, the the whole submarine and stuff like that was great, but all of the outside stuff was not particularly well done. Correct. The visual effects yep. portion yep. of it. Uh, so it felt, felt a little cheap at times. In some ways, you'd almost think this was... That's why I kind of said USS Indianapolis before. You get the sense that maybe this was... Not like a full-blown top-of-the-line Bollywood, and I may be wrong about that, uh, but that it may have been one of those ones that would have been more kind of uh, um, smaller pictures or whatever. But I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Because, uh, yeah, the visual effects, not super not super great. Yeah. Um, so I would, I think I'm going to come in at like a five and a half. Wow. Five and a half. That's what I'd say. That's what I'm feeling in my heart. I completely agree with everything you said. Um, I don't even know if I have Except much more to add. You're going to give it a one. No, no. Um, only, I guess really only thing I can add, because, I mean, you hit exactly the things I wanted to communicate. Uh, it would be very interesting if this is true, if this is a true story, um, in as much as, like, even, like, um, what's, uh, gosh, um, Saving Private Ryan. Arjun, Arjun, oh. Arjun. Uh, <laughs> Saving Private Ryan. Uh, Arjun swimming into the, the torpedo chamber at the end, firing the torpedo. Like, if, if some of that stuff actually happened, that'd be, like, an incredible story that, that deserves to be told. Uh, sounds like we don't know um, the... Well, it's all it's all secret, I think. I think that's the problem. Yeah, we it's don't... Like it's very, it's, it's very secret. So even though there's people who clearly were on the S-21... The uh, the claim, at least made by this movie, is that they're always going to be in the background because we'll never know the actual truth. Right. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah I'm just saying, like, this interpretation of what might have happened is really interesting. Like, I think it had some unique story elements to it. Uh, obviously, we did talk about a lot of things did feel derivative to uh, the Hollywood um, submarine films. 
uh, and even Das Boot, it kind of felt like at times. I mean, I mean, just even the length felt like Das Boot. It was um, mm-hmm. getting into the lives of the of the uh, submariners there, um, and it drug on just a little bit too long for me. But uh, I did, uh, I did enjoy it. I think I'm going to come in around the same spot too. I think I'm going to give it a five. I liked the uh, slack on the string. I thought that was fun with uh, the crewmates. Yeah, that was actually that actually reminded me of Down Periscope. Didn't they have a a string on Down Periscope? Yeah, I have to imagine that that came from somewhere as well. But I thought that was a, un- a unique way to kind of illustrate the the crush depth. Right. Um, CGI was terrible. Um, so that was right. actually a really cool practical effect way to to show that the. Uh, uh, water was pushing in on all sides and crushing the, the submarine. So I thought that was pretty neat. Zach? Well, what else is there to say after you two review hogs oh, ate up all the cornmeal? I really don't think wow. we did. I just think that's all there no, really you did. is to say about it. You did. That's it. You literally said everything except... <laughs> um, so like we said at the beginning of the hour... Not a huge Bollywood guy. I, I don't really have anything to compare this to. But upon research for Love It, Hate It, saw a lot of love for this movie. And I think it's important that this podcast is a reputable co- podcast. And we give credit where credit's due. And We're going to take the next two seconds to acknowledge the love for this movie in a form of... Um, Ben will say a letter from the letter A, Jamie will say a letter from the letter B, and I will say a letter from the letter C. Go. I have to say a letter, a word from, wait, what? Say one more time. <laughs> what do you think I said? I think you just say A. Don't you just say A? <laughs> I think he just says A. That's Zach's puzzle, baby. Take that, Jamie. But you figured it out. Yeah, I think you just say A. Just say A. A. B. C. Okay. Um, so a lot of love for this movie. I didn't love it. I didn't love it. Um, this is strictly my own preference for these types of movies. This just didn't do it for me. Maybe if maybe if this was the first submarine movie we ever watched, I'd be like, okay, yeah, great. <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> but even you know, even to the you know, I didn't watch this minute by minute, but I watched a good chunk of it. And it still seemed to just be like, okay, I'm going to make this movie and I'm going to take a lot of these ideas and these scenes and these these situations from other major successful Hollywood films and put them in here. I mean, I guess it makes sense, right? If it's the first movie in India about this kind of thing. But because we'd already seen it, I was like, oh, okay, well, whatever. And this, I don't know about you guys, but I feel like any – I don't know if it's the camera style or the camera work, but it just seemed, I don't know. What's the word I'm thinking of? Like choppy or something? No, maybe not choppy, but just, I don't know. It just had a different feeling compared to something like, oh, I don't know. Beetlejuice. I don't know. So we'd say, we'd say like Zach, it's like a Zachification of it. The Zachification of exculpation. Yeah, that sounds good. I like yeah, that. Okay, got it. And um, 
What was your guys' ratings again? I did a five and a half. And I did a five. So in times like this, I like to think, what would our captain do, Kyle? And I could picture Kyle being like, holy fuck. This movie blew me away. Nine out of ten. Wow. But that's Kyle, guys. It's not Zach. I see. I'm your boy, Zach. I'm telling you, save the popcorn. Save the candy. Mm. Watch something else. Save the whales. Save the whales. Don't nuke the whales. Save the whales. Wear a mask. But don't watch this movie. Three out of ten. Or twelve. Ooh. Wow. The Gazi Attack. A review by your captain, Kyle. Remotely. Not on tonight. I... And playing a little bit of Among Us with Brambeard Gaming. That's why I'm not here tonight, but go check out that stream. We had a really great time doing it. Anyways, The Gazi Attack. This movie, it is subtitled. I'll say that. It's not always necessarily like my favorite thing to watch, but another thing that we can run into is subtitles. And I think Jamie had mentioned it in Wolf's Call, is that maybe if we spoke their language so for that french if we spoke hindi for this one maybe we'd look at this and maybe be say oh it's a bad movie but it's, it's really hard to tell when you have the subtitles whether or not you're watching a bad movie or not but i thought the actors did really well in the movie visuals could have been a little bit better especially when you're looking at the exterior of the submarine for whatever reason anytime they showed the screws they wanted that i mean it looked most of it looked okay, but whenever they would show the exterior of the sub and the screws, they put this uh, effect on to show the water spinning away. And that didn't look fabulous, I'll say. Uh, I thought there was a lot of good tension in the movie, as we're always looking for in a submarine movie. Uh, also, I kind of like that we were in a completely new theater of war. We've never watched really anything about i don't we've never watched anything about the india pakistan um conflicts and most everything we're always watching is world war ii cold war or just something insane as i guess (laughs) most of the stuff that we've seen lately has just been absolutely insane and this was kind of refreshing although it was also interesting because in this i think you know they painted the pakistani navy as the U.S. always paints the German Navy for the World War II ones, or or we do the Russian Navy. So I thought that was kind of interesting. There's a lot of similarities that uh, seem to blend internationally when making a movie. But we had water in the sub. We had an attempted, quote-unquote, attempted mutiny. I don't know if you would call it that necessarily, but good enough for me. We had fire in the sub. I don't really remember seeing a wrench, but I did see a screwdriver, so... Who knows? Action was good once it started. I think I'd mentioned to the guys that I did did fall asleep first time I was watching it, but granted, I was super tired, and the first half hour, there's not a whole heck of a lot of action going on, but the rest of the hour and the other hour and a half of the movie, you've got a lot, and I really enjoyed it. And I'm going to come in here at, trying to think of what I gave Wolf's Call, but I'm going to come in here at like a 7.75. 
and I'm going to turn it back on over to the guys. All right. I definitely 100% want to start with Love It. Hit the music. I love it. I hate it. Okay. Jamie, you said you wanted to love it first? I should have got my guitar out. Should have missed the opportunity, Ben. You could still, you still could. I could read this. Uh, it'll take too long. <laughs> um, all right, love it. This comes from my guy, M S H A H eight nine zero, from February seventeenth, two thousand and seventeen. Ten out of ten. Great thrill. I really felt to root for the heroes throughout the film. Exclamation point, exclamation point. After a long time, Bollywood gives such a well-scripted, well-acted, and thrilling film. I didn't go into the theater with much expectations. I was really surprised by the depth of script in terms of submarine warfare. I cannot say whether it was accurate or not. Although it doesn't matter, as which Hollywood films are accurate anyways. All they need is to fool the audience well enough. Accurate or not, the submarine warfare was really thrilling and very well presented. And thank God, at least one director in Bollywood is enlightened enough not to put crappy songs in the film to bore the audience. 10 out of 10. Wow. Okay. I mean, I got to say, the music, there was a lot of tension. I'm going to tell a little story about that when I get to uh, Phantom Zone. So. Ben? Um, what am I doing? Am I sharing my thoughts like, on do that? Do you have any thoughts? You don't have to. Um, no, I have no thoughts. All right. Hate it. Mm. This comes from ZHYUSUF 925 9603. This is from May 2017. War mongering at its best. Hmm. Men with raging testosterone will love this film. And being a war film, It is no more than a propaganda machine to recruit more such men into our war syndrome of hatred, vengeance, and more testosterone wars. Wow. A lot of testosterone. Then that Pakistan and India are where they are today, hating each other, while the world has moved on to make progress. If these two countries exerted so much effort and will at working together rather than working against each other, surely both of the countries would be a better place. Time for testosterone war men to think Hmm. and work for peace, not war. Peace. One out of ten. Testosterone war men, It's a good name for a band. (laughs) It's a good one. I feel like they need to 
broaden their vocabulary a little bit. A lot of testosterone. Used to work testosterone. That. Yeah. A lot of war. A lot of men. Testosterone, <laughs> war men. <laughs> Mix it all together. You get t- testosterone, war men. <laughs> there you I go. I would say I definitely much more agree with the ten out of ten review or our love it review. All right, submersion. You heard it here. Love it. All right. Should I get into a little trivia? It's not going to be too much. Yeah. I did want to say the PNS Ghazi originally, do you know what it was originally called? PNS Ghazi. Mm. Nope. Also known as the USS Diablo ah. SS-479, a Tench-class diesel-electric fast-attack submarine. We sold it? In the United States. Yep. Laid down in 1944 by the United States. Commissioned in 1945, decommissioned in 1964, stricken in 1971. Transferred to Pakistan in 1964. So we just decommissioned it, sold it uh, to Pakistan. And then, yep, it ended up getting uh, uh, destroyed, as we saw, in in 1971. And it was a little bit – it is still considered a mystery. It's one of the last, as I I see on Wikipedia, last unsolved greatest mysteries of the 1971 war is exactly what happened to the Ghazi. Because, uh, well, I think Indian – uh, Navy, they uh, say that they destroyed it and then put the uh, investigation uh, uh, under wraps. Some people would say that they, they were trying to falsify that, that in fact, the Pakistan's official position is that they were laying down mines and suffered some kind of internal explosion or one of the mines detonated by accident. Uh, and they exploded uh, off of... Uh, uh, Visa Kapatnam Harbor. So, yeah, a little bit of a question about exactly what happened there. It is known that, obviously, known that it was destroyed um, in the end. So, kind of interesting uh, story there uh, in terms of uh, what exactly was uh, going on. Uh, it also, in the end, as I, as I had mentioned, um, it did win Best Feature Film in uh, Telugu at the National Film Award. Uh, in 2018 and I think generally was was fairly well received although it's a little hard to say exactly how well received it was by critics um, obviously IMDb has a high score and it it made some money it says it grossed about 4.8 million dollars uh, with so 3.3.9 million dollars in India which I presume is a is a fair amount I don't think the box offices are quite as big in some of these locations but I know. Sounds like it sounds like it was a moderate success. Um and then yeah, I did want to do one quick Jeopardy round if you guys are game for it. Love it. Yes, I love Jeopardy. So I did kind of like this one because it was it's kind of a weird one. I also find it strangely easy, but I guess it depends on if you're into geography. So uh the category is called the largest in area and you'll see where this kind of plays a role mm-hmm. uh, in this. So the largest mm-hmm. in area 200 400 600 800 and 1000. Uh so, Zach, you go first because you give it the lowest score. Well, let's go with the lowest number. 200? Yeah. Mexico, United States, Canada. Just which one has the largest land mass? Or like... Yep. Largest area. Oh, that's a good one. It's not Mexico. But if you're talking United States... You said United States. So, that's with Alaska. But Canada's yeah, Mexico- huge. Um, ugh! 
but Alaska. Oh. Canada. Yes. That's a good guess, yeah. Canada it is. Canada is. Canada is gigantic. Uh, all right. Brom, 400, 600, 800, 1,000. Or Zach would say, let's let it ride. 400? Sure. Pakistan, India, <laughs> Bangladesh. Pakistan, India, Bangladesh. Uh, India. Yes. That's where this plays in a, a role. All three mm-hmm. of those countries playing a role in the movie. That's that we easier than mine. It's true. Uh, 600, 800, 1,000. Let it ride. All right. 600. Uh, Saudi Arabia, Oman, or Yemen? Um, I know this one. You said you do, Ben? Yeah. Say those three again, please, Jamie. Saudi Arabia, Oman, and Yemen. Saudi Arabia. Yes. Yes. Okay. 800 and 1,000. Boom. 800. Here we go. Oh, I found this one to be the hardest of them for, for me I personally. Got it. I got it. <laughs> Spain, Germany, France. Wow. That's a good one. That, that is amazing. That is That's a really good one. Good goodness. <sighs> I'm gonna go I know my guess. I'm gonna go Spain. Not what my guess is. Well, is it was that your also your guess? Is that? No, mine's France. It is France. Wow. France was going to be number three for me. Wow. And then for the thousand one, you guys can buzz in. (gasps) Okay. Libya, Egypt, Tunisia. Yep. Uh, How long do I have to think about it? Zero seconds. I I have a guess. Yeah, I was going to. Wrong. It is not Egypt. I was going to go Egypt as well. (laughs) No, it is Libya. Libya is, is also ginormous. North Africa. Uh, and then I'm going to do two things. One, I, I will say that kind of an interesting story that I did hear about this as well was that they originally, the, the inspiration for this is they watched uh, USS Indianapolis and they were like, whoa, Wait, I love it. And they were the like, Nick Cage What's movie? That? Yeah. And then they said that <laughs> same thing. They were like, we need Nick Cage for Singh. Captain Singh is Nick Cage. And they talked to him. They kept on saying, come, come on, come on, come on. You got to do this. And he was like, no, no way. And they were like, okay, who's the second craziest <laughs> actor? And someone was like, uh, Ed Harris. And they were like, Ed Harris is even crazier than Nick Cage. We can't possibly, we can't have him near, near this script. But uh, being a crazy, being crazy, Ed Harris found it and was like, I got to play this role. And they denied it. They said, no way, you're too crazy. And he became so enraged that they actually <laughs> tore apart the underwater like uh, scenery, everything that they had set up. And that's why they had to do all the computer graphics for this. Because all of it was destroyed. Ed Harris destroyed it all. Now it in a, makes in a sense. Bit of rage. Dang yeah. it. So, so none story. of that was true. What's that? <laughs> I said, so none of that um, was true. Eh, well, I was, hope, I was hoping the Nick Cage part was at least true. I thought it was no. at first. Oh, I totally mm-hmm. was buying in on it. Nope, nope. And nope. then it evolved into the Ed Harris story. The, the weekly Yeah, Ed then, you, then you got it. The then you were picking up what I was putting down. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, the quick phantom zone. Engage the phantom. Phantom's engaged, sir. So, yeah, um, I'm going to break it to you guys. Uh, did not have an actor who I could connect uh, to Ed Harris in this case. There is 
one person in the crew that we're able to use. Uh, that would be Ashwin Kumar. He's a rotoscope uh, person who has visual effects uh, on this. If you click on his IMDb, uh, you can see that he is known for uncredited rotoscoping. He's actually done a whole bunch of rotoscoping on all kinds of stuff, That's both Indian and uh, American, and that includes the Godzilla film oh! that we watched with Brian Cranston. Wow. And I'm, wow. All right. I'm seeing all kinds of stuff. I'm seeing like Tomb Raider. Let me see. The movie? Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider. Yeah, Tomb Raider. Like the new one? Yeah, the newer one. Okay. Huh. So that's, 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 uh, that's what I got. There it is. All right. There it is. is it, does it mean it's me already? Or the news? I thought we had news. We could do the news. Did we could we, do the news. Did we, did we get some news we want to talk about? I think you did, right, Zach? Yeah, I got. Um, in, um, this comes from us. Not no sponsor here, but NavyRecognition.com. Indian Navy launches its fifth Scorpion class submarine, INS VAGIR. Um, Vajir. Vajir. Thank you. Thank you. Posted on Thursday, November twelfth of twenty twenty. It's either that or it's Vagger. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. Um, yeah, so this is a pretty long, long news story. So I didn't read it. Okay, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Well, there's the headline for you, folks. <laughs> no, it's pretty straightforward. It's um, it just launched this new submarine launched, right? And you can look up pictures. They decorated it out with the uh, Indian flag. It looks really cool. It looked like a big ceremony in their naval in their naval yard. Um, Looked like the launch of this, uh, it's the fifth of the series, fifth of the series of six Calvary class submarines, which were ordered way back in 2005. So just tells you it's been, what, 15 years pretty much for this program. And we just now have the fifth of the six submarines launching. So, you know, um... Naval Group is proud to be a part of the first of its kind, P-75, Calvary program. So to delivery, to deliver entirely made in India submarines to the Indian Navy. That's a quote. And um, it can carry 18 torpedoes and missiles or 30 mines. It's equipped with six Bow-located 21-inch torpedo tubes providing salvo launch capability. And that's about it. Weapons are Ooh. automated. Can be automated. So, And then I did want to look up some submarine film stuff. So there is a new submarine documentary coming out. Neither Confirm or Deny is the title. And there's some new clips from that. Wait, so what's the name of the title of that? To. Neither Confirm nor Deny. Too long. Don't like it. Mm. And then the second season of His Dark Materials. I'm seeing that that premiered. And mm -hmm. there is a submarine setting in that show now. So something to look forward to as well. I'm also seeing that the new GTA Online... <laughs> releasing on December in December like a new expansion of their online uh, includes a submarine uh, headquarters now that's big news that's that, that's awesome so got lots of all, all kinds of submarine stuff happening a lot of sub content 
And now, 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 Brom, now it's you. Oh, it's me? Hit it. Uh, yeah. Hit it. I'm loving it. Tube three, ready to fire, sir. Commence the countdown. Give it to me. I'm hating it. Turn the lights down now. I'm loving it. It will show in time. Smile being in the summer. All right. We got the top five India fun facts. <laughs> nice. So uh, we, we've, uh, we've been moving around the globe. And uh, we watched an Indian film. So what better time to look at some Indian fun facts than right here and now. Uh, let's jump right in here. Number five. The concept of shampooing your hair came from India. What? Really? Yep. In fact, the word shampoo is an Indian or what it would be, Hindu? Hindu word? Hmm. Hindi, 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 I think. Hindi word. Shampoo. Spelled with a C, though, and a U. Shampoo. Hmm. I feel like I like that better. They should, they should change it back. Cool. It is kind of cool. Yeah. Sham, shampoo with two O's. It's got poo in the word. And the sham, like, sham, no, like sham and poo. Like, those are two bad words. Like fake, like fake poo? Yeah, fake poo. Poo's a funny word. It is a funny sure. word. I don't want it in my hair. I don't, I, well, unless it's fake. Unless it's right. fake poo. Yeah, I guess. Still imagine, like, fake poo would smell bad, though, so. Not for me. Number four, India is the largest democracy in the world. Uh, per population? I mean, I think, yeah, yes. Yeah, it's a population. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> this comes from a, a India.gov site, so I trust... It's probably population. I trust those Indians. Yeah, that's what I... Yeah. Because it's... Gotta I mean, be. India is behind China in terms of population. Yes. Yeah, and, and India is not as big as Canada. I, I assume they would call themselves a democracy, right? The Canadians? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Number three, this was pretty amazing. India has never invaded a country. Okay. Again, this came from a, a, a .gov I, I, India yeah. site, so it could I, I be only, uh, propaganda, but again, that, I, tr uh, I trust Indians, so I'll, I'll go with it. They have never invaded a country. Number two, okay. number two yoga was created in India over 5,000 years ago. Yoga or Yoda? Both. No, okay. yoga, yoga. <laughs> yogi? Like Yogi Berra? No, yoga. Yogi Berra. <laughs> yogi Berra is like a baseball player, and he's not even like 100 years old. Yogurt? Yogurt. No, yo yo yoga. That's some old, that's some old yogurt. If you think about yeah. it, 5,000 years, that is a long time ago. 5,000 years? That's crazy. Yeah. Amazing. Like in terms of human civilization and anything like that, yeah, that's yeah, it's like that's like before written history. Yeah, I mean, five thousand years ago, I I can't name yeah, one what were person. You up to? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one person five thousand years ago. It's probably that's, like that's uh, like my great 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 grandfather. <laughs> All right, <laughs> kind of. Uh, 
caveman time, right? Has probably, to be, right? There's probably, I mean, it's probably oh. like paintings that we were able to discern that, oh, this yoga existed a long time ago. I don't know. Number one, this is a very, very fun and cool fact, guys. There's a couple very famous games that were invented in India. I mean, some of the biggest. You guys, you guys know what I'm talking about here? Give talking me a hint. Board, we're talking board games. Oh, oh, oh. Um, they've they've got two of the the heaviest hitters on the board we, game scene. Are we talking like Chess. classic kids or? There's one classic Back kids in. and one that uh, Jamie has already named. So chess. Chess. I'm gonna say chess checkers. is one of them, and then one is a kids game. Shoots and ladders. You got it. What? Of course, uh, originally termed snakes and ladders, but chess and snakes and ladders were invented in India. That's what I did. There you go. Those Puzzles, trivia, everything. Those are my top five Indian fun facts. Okay. What now? Zap facts. So, ladies and gentlemen, boys and germs, we are three minutes away from 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right now, which might be the first time we might finish this up before 10 o'clock. Zach fact. <laughs> All right. Over I got some... under three and a half Zach Ooh. facts. Ooh. What's the over under? Let's let's hear it. Three and a half? Okay. I'm going over. Ooh. Ooh. I always Ooh. go under. Ooh. I'm going Ooh. over tonight. I think Zach's going to unwind on us here tonight, and uh, I'm going over as well. All right, ladies and gentlemen. This is this is for you, Jamie, because you're a fan you're a film fan of film. And Ben. That's true. You watch films of man. So I wanted to also think of true. that. And I was like, what are some men that have directed films? And I wonder mm. if they've ever seen this film. Hmm. So I reached out to some people, made some connections, you know, sent some emails, you know, some some pigeons did fly. And we're gonna um we're gonna hear about some big time directors that were so inspired by this film that they decided to make something new. Fact number one, George Lucas saw this film and he liked it so much that he would, he was going to, he's going to write a script and it's going to be called The Clones Attack. And it's the same exact film as the attack of the clones, but with more visual effects. Nice. Mm-hmm. Hmm. What? A, hmm. What does that have to do with submarine action in the Indian Ocean? Nothing. Oh. Fact number two: Steven Spielberg liked this movie so much, he decided to make a sequel to one of his most famous <laughs> films, and this new movie is called "The Private Ryan Attack." Hmm. <laughs> All right. Do Fact number three. The, uh, do you know what the plot is of that? Oh, the plot is a group of soldiers go on attack to save Ryan. 
in the Indian Ocean? That makes sense. <laughs> Maybe. We have to see the film. It's still, uh, you know. Okay, 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 okay. You know, he's keeping his jaws tight to that one. Hmm. Fact number three. <laughs> Michael Bay <laughs> loved this film Love so much, he decided to make his own version, but with a twist. It's called The COVID Attack. And centers around the last submarine on Earth not impacted by COVID. Wow. Lots of visual effects. <laughs> is, it, is it a Transformer? Or no? no he I hasn't think said he, yet. He, uh, Jamie, I don't know if you, if you know the joke, but Michael Bay is directing a COVID movie, right? Like a real, like that's a real thing? There's a real COVID movie coming out. Like is, is it like the emoji movie, but it's called the COVID movie? No, but it's it's like uh, like a dystopian like future where the COVID virus mutates and evolves into something with like a fifty percent mortality rate. You can't be serious, Ben. Are you? I'm dead. I'm dead serious. Oh, I think. My, I think and Michael Bay's doing yeah, I it. I think it's Michael Bay. <laughs> COVID mutation movie. Oh golly, that'll be a big coincidence, listeners. I did not look that uh, up. Yep, yep. Songbird, Michael Bay. <laughs> St- stars Alexandra, Daddario, Demi uh, Moore, KJ. What's the phrase? Apa. If a if a monkey types long enough, eventually he'll type Shakespeare. Right, that's that's a, that what syn- just happened? Yeah. Something like that, maybe. <laughs> just for the record, listeners, Michael Bay's the monkey. <laughs> so <laughs> anyone can make a movie better than him. Wow. Um, although amazing. the island, I like the island. I give him credit for the island. I like that movie. Um, are we at three? Is that it? That was three. <laughs> Is that, that it, three. guys? Unless that's like one A, one B, and one C. Fact number four. Okay. Ooh. James Cameron saw this film sixteen times. Wants to make a sequel to the to Titanic. <laughs> called the Titanic attack. Nice. But in this movie, the point of view is from the iceberg. <laughs> huh. <laughs> uh, okay. Is it just like black, like just like a black sky? And then around hour two, you see a, a slight <laughs> glow on the horizon. <laughs> And it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. <laughs> there's the, going to be the uh, there's going to be that cut, and then there's going to be a cut where the iceberg has an inner dialogue. So, oh, interesting. And then maybe Nemo swims by or something for the kids. God, I can't believe you just ripped that Michael Bay movie. That's hilarious. <laughs> That's that is that is a shock. <sighs> Anyways, it, shows, it just shows how little creativity Hollywood has. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Zach facts aren't supposed to be real. No, not even close. Not even close. Anyway, guys, that's it. So there you go. Wow. At four. I mean, I don't know. I feel like it's not the first time. It won't be the last time, but it's always a special time when one of the Zach facts turns out to be real. And in that, it finds a way. There it is. There it is. 
We'll cut it somewhere in there. Thank you for listening to Submersion. Don't forget to subscribe for new episodes every Thursday. If you like what you heard, please leave us a rating wherever you listen. Want to interact with us? Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We also love to get messages from all of you. If you have a suggestion, a comment, or just anything you'd like to share, please email us at maceaststudios at gmail.com. 